Long ago in ancient Mesopotamia, a civilization laid the foundations for Christianity, but in ways one might not expect. Hosts Denise and Buddy Wood go on a spiritual and thought-provoking journey, uncovering and exploring some of Christianity's hidden truths. Join us as we unveil and explore the mystery that is the remnants of Ur. Welcome to Remnants of Ur. My name is Denise Wood. And I'm Buddy Wood. This is episode two, and I just want to recap from episode one about the ocean experience that led to the writing of the book, Remnants of Ur. So as Buddy was out in the ocean, it represents a human that is coming face to face with God and saying, I have done wrong and do with me what you please because your judgments are righteous. That is the picture of true repentance. And if we believe that Christ bore all of our sins, then there's really not that coming before God and having that moment of true repentance. So what I witnessed out in the ocean that night was a picture of true repentance. When Buddy got back to the shore, it not only showed his... Well, I just put myself out there because... I. I, you know, I, I was, uh, I just was giving myself to God. I figured it was, it was time to pay the price and let's go ahead and get this over with. So I went out there with the intention of, of just allowing God to do with me what He wanted to do. I was there. I was ready to pay the price because I felt that what I had done to the children was worthy of death. And and that's that's the the bottom line. Christ has said that. Better for that man to have a millstone hung around his neck and tossed into the sea. Well, I just swam out, swam out there to, so we could take care of that. And it not only showed his heart of repentance, but it also showed the mercy of God. Yeah. You know, the sharks did not consume no, the sharks you, did consume me and, and the, the riptide did not pull you out to sea no no i was able yeah. to swim back to shore so when he came back to the shore and said what kind of man would allow an innocent man to die on their behalf when they've done something worthy of death and the next thing he said was that god had shown him out in the ocean that jesus did not die for our sins. That's right. That was something that was very difficult for me at the time. I, I knew it. It bore witness in my spirit. I knew it. Yes, this is true. This is, this is absolutely true. This is a word from God. But I, I, it was hard for me to to receive it because of my strict 
Christian upbringing. That did not go along with my my belief. My belief was that Jesus died for our sins. He was the blood sacrifice, and that's it. And if you really think about it, that thinking keeps a person from coming to God themselves and saying, I'm sorry, do with me as you will. I deserve whatever punishment you have for me. It keeps people from doing that because they're like, oh, I have a free ticket. I've already, that's already been taken care of. Anything I do in sin, it's, it's, already, it's already taken care of. And so I went back to Murfreesboro after our vacation, and I pondered, and I meditated, and I asked God, please show me how this, this is working, because this is not the way I've been taught. And I was like, how could this be true, and how have we been so misled? 2,000 years, this has been the teaching. Um, it took quite a, bit of, quite a bit of time, and the Lord finally answered me and said, Jesus was not a sacrificial lamb. The apostles Peter and Paul had culturally misinterpreted the meaning of lamb to be a blood sacrifice, when in reality, Jesus was the lamb of God representing peace. So I had to really mull that over and say, wow, that's, that is totally not the way we've been taught as Christians. But you know, it, it makes sense because he was called the Prince of Peace. Yes. So it wasn't long after that, then God spoke to me and said, you're going to write a book entitled Remnants of Ur." And it's going to deal with the history of blood sacrifice and how God really feels about the subject. And that was in 2006. And yeah. uh, I wrote the book in 2021. It took 16 years of research and meditation and seeking God. That's a that's a thing about religion. It gets embedded deeply into people, and and so it um, where I had an advantage that I didn't have a religious upbringing, but I did have had firsthand encounters with 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 God with the Most High, and uh, it's a remarkable thing. And so, but I'm not alone. There are people all over the world who. And that makes sense. That makes it perfect sense. There are people who have nothing to do with Christianity, yet they walk with God yes. all over the world. And so it made it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear our dogs in the in the background howling with the uh, I think they're with they're, the ambulance. They're rejoicing with they, us. Yeah, they you know, they think they're wolves. And <laughs> every time an ambulance goes by they have to sing with it. So you had said that you wanted God to connect the dots. Yes. Having that experience in, in Florida, 
And then I ask God, seek God for you know, answers, and he, he gives me, <laughs> Jesus was not the sacrificial lamb. You know, that's my answer. So yes, it, that made me dig deeper. I've got to find out. I'm going to search the word. I'm going to meditate on God asking, clarify this for me, show me. And oh, it took uh, quite a few years, but finally yeah. I was able to articulate it in the book, Remnants of Error. You know, and what's so amazing about it is, is that after you wrote the book, and as we were going through it, and we're going through all the scripture, the Bible is crystal clear in the fact that God does not like blood sacrifice. He never wanted animals killed, and and that. Uh, and he said it over and over again through the prophets that, that he does not want this blood sacrifice. And yet the religious leaders of those days killed the prophets, just like the religious leaders of Christ's day killed Christ because they don't want to hear the truth. They didn't want their apple cart, apple cart tipped over. They were making a lot of money. They were living the life of Riley. They were rich, and they didn't want that that engine to stop. Right, and not only that, they had such control over the people, yeah. the power. And when Christ came and throngs of people were following him, they knew that uh, it was uh, a threat to their kingdom. Yeah, yeah, because the the— the political leaders of the day said, we find nothing wrong with this man. He's done nothing wrong. Yeah, Pilate wanted to release him. Yeah. And uh, they insisted, no, this man needs to be murdered. Yeah. It was Paul and Peter, because of their cultural understanding, they were raised in a culture where animals were slaughtered. There's a, you know, Moses had a whole uh, list of rules, you know, a dove for this and an ox for that and a lamb for this. They were, that was their culture to sacrifice animals to show penance to God. And when Christ, the lamb that represented peace was killed, they made sense of it. Oh, he was the sacrificial lamb for all of humanity. Yes. And had they only studied the prophets, they would have known that absolutely not. God does not take pleasure or joy in blood sacrifice. And it all shows, shows the, um, well, just the idea that in essence they were basing their religion on the on the premise of a human sacrifice i mean how barbaric is that 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 they would think that that's what god would require a, a human sacrifice who would think that 
that a religion that's supposed to be based on love and kindness and forgiveness and, and virtues of, 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 of goodness would have a human sacrifice that most people would relate to something very wicked and evil. Right, yeah. but it was part of their culture, yeah. you know, to sacrifice. And they were able to justify and say, oh, aha. And you can see it in the word when Peter has that aha moment. Ah, because up until his final days, he was telling the disciples, guys, I'm about to die. And they didn't hear it because they thought they were going to be sitting on 12 thrones when he marched into Jerusalem and took over the throne. Right. And they couldn't hear that he was going to die. They they never did. So when he died, it took them by surprise. And in order to make sense of it, that that was the only thing that made sense culturally to them. Oh, he was the Lamb of God. Right. And that's... And notice how another thing, guys, I want to say is the gospel changed at that point. Jesus's gospel was good news. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. When he died, it was now good news. Christ is the sacrificial lamb for your sins, and that will connect you with God. So they literally lost the teachings of Christ immediately and went and went into a different teaching. Correct. Wow. That's all for this episode. Thanks for joining us. If you're interested, our book, Remnants of Ur, is available on Amazon. If you have any questions or comments, our email is remnantsover at gmail.com.